The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. And make sure to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome, everybody, to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Monday, the 9th of May, and we are here with a same-day episode. We are going to knock out an episode uh, for the late games, the uh, evening slate of games uh, for the evening of Monday, the 9th of May. My name is Malcolm Bamford, uh, and joining me from across the pond uh, is Mr. Noah Benick. Noah, how are you doing, man? What's happening? I'm doing pretty good, Malcolm. How about you? I am okay. I am my usual disorganised self. It's uh, no surprise to hear. Um, <laughs> you were pretty organised yeah, uh, for that Kentucky Derby, but the one horse that you couldn't write about prior to the race ended up winning. Uh, well, yeah, in a way, I was kind of pleased. If The fact that I got it wrong, well, I did get it wrong, but then again, nobody else um, got, got it right. right. So no. I felt that was okay because there was nobody doing a victory lap. There's nothing worse than you're sitting on your hands and some people have uh, have done a victory lap. Because I did think that um, the epicentre, I thought that had gone and won. I didn't think anything was going to catch it. Uh, and then the more you look and you see the overhead replays, and I know people who aren't necessarily horse men like you and Dylan were messaging me and following it and tweeting it out. So um, it was a good yeah. story. and it was, it was a great race and a, uh, it was an exciting race. I always watched that race with my family and uh, yeah. my, my mom and my dad were like, did you pick any horses here? And I was like, no, I'm just really rooting for that white one, the white Abario. And my yeah. mom, she was like, I like the name Tis the Bomb. And you know what? I'm going to root for the 21 that just entered today. <laughs> and she's like, he's got nothing to lose. And then all of a sudden, dude, just bursts out of the pack like lightning. Yeah. So <laughs> that was fun. But yeah, I, I didn't feel like I let myself down too badly because uh, nobody picked it all. And then I don't know if you noticed yesterday, but um, the Newcastle Night Hawks took a right smashing Dylan. We got, uh, you must, <laughs> have you ever been on the hand on, on the receiving end of a battering like that? You've played enough baseball in your oh, time. Yeah. It's not fun, is it? It happens. It, it, it is what it is. Uh, we, we were on the receiving end of some bad losses. I'll say that. Yeah. Because we had an 8 7 in the first game, which was okay. I saw. They, they walked it off with a, with a bloop a little blue pit over second base. And then the second game just really got away. It was horrible, <laughs> horrible, horrible, horrible. And then I had the three-hour drive home, having been humped 21 to two in that second game as well. So yeah, that was a <laughs> long, forlorn drive back uh, up north yesterday. So anyway, I've slowly been mentally recovering. So that might explain why I'm slightly disorganised today. My uh, my brain was a bit fried by all of that. Um but yeah, we've got a. There's a couple of early games today, which we're not going to get uh, time to do. A couple of day games. I think uh, Kansas City um, are playing in Baltimore, Baltimore, and the Rangers are playing the Yankees. But we're going to start with the uh, the six thirty five city game. So uh, we'll get this podcast up and out, so people have got plenty of time uh, to get their picks in. Uh, and the first off, that six thirty five game is the. LA Dodgers at the Pittsburgh Pirates and it's Julio Arias on the mound for the Dodgers. Jose Quintana goes for the Pirates. Um, the odds are, uh, we've got the win bet odds in front of us, the uh, title sponsor here on the pod. Uh, 
the Dodgers are minus 245. Pittsburgh are plus 215. The over-under is set at 7.5. Um, Urias is 2-1 and one with a 1.88 ERA. Um, started five games, has pitched 24 innings with 19 strikeouts uh, for that record. Quintana is 0-1, uh, has a 3.38 ERA, the lefty, uh, also five starts, also 24 innings pitched and struck out 20 batters. Um, Arias has been getting better. Uh, he's going along really well. He's only given up two earned runs in his last 17 in his pitches, last three starts. Uh, Quintana's still been going okay. I think we handicapped him uh, last week um, on the show, and you're just waiting for him to blow up. Um, and I don't think there's a better candidate um, than the LA Dodgers than to blow him up. Uh, the Dodgers have won six in a row, and I think eventually his time could run out. Um, one of the perks of doing a, a show on the day of the games, uh, we the the rare occasions that we do this is that you can get a couple of uh, different lines um, because the books are, are closer to the game. So we've priced things up a little bit. Yeah. More. Um, so I took a little bit of a different tack here. I went for the LA Dodgers and over seven and a half runs at plus 260 uh, was my bet. I think the uh, P- Pittsburgh have been, uh, they haven't been terrible. They've been scoring the odd runs. So they could maybe um, add a couple in. Um, and if uh, we can get Quintana blown up, this could be something 6-2, maybe in, f- in favour of the Dodgers. So over seven and a half um, with the Dodgers to win. Um, and the Dodgers are that really prohibitive price of minus 245. Uh, yeah. So yeah, Dodgers and over seven and a half of plus 260. A little bit of a maverick pick for me there, Noah. So you're parlaying the Dodgers money line and over? Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking myself because oh, I'm here looking wow. at it because I mean, like we, like you said, Quintana has been slightly trudging along and his last start out, he faced my tigers who are the worst offense in the MLB this year to start. Um, and there's a ton of good PVB for this Dodgers lineup going up against Quintana at 4,100 Chris Taylor. He's seven for 17, four singles and three doubles, 3,900 on DFS. Brian Reynolds is hot right now. He's batting 400 with a single and a bomb versus Urias. Uh, 5,400 Trey Turner. He's batting 375, three for eight with three singles at 5,800 Mookie Betts. He's batting 353, six for 17, three singles, two doubles and a bomb at 4,100 Austin Barnes. He's sort of uh, uh, every other day starting catcher for the Dodgers, along with Will Smith. Both catchers rake off of left-handed pitching, though. Barnes is specifically against Quintana's batting 333, 2-for-6, and two singles. Max Muncy, 4,900, 333, 2-for-6 with a single and a Muncy mash, along with four walks to only three strikeouts against Quintana. Freddie Freeman's 5,300, batting 333, 3-for-9 with two singles and a blast. And also in 2022, Freeman is raking, hitting 323, 32-for-99 with three home runs and 52 total bases. And lastly for the Dodgers, Cody Bellinger at 4K. He's batting 267, 4-for-15 with a single, two doubles, and a belly bomb against Quintana. And one other, a couple other Pirates bats that I like for today is Cabrian Hayes. He's 318 and is 88 this year and Diego Castillo and Ben Gamel are hitting well right now I see this game going over pretty easily Excellent uh, one of the first names you mentioned there Chris Taylor somebody I need a little bit more out of in my uh, fantasy team in my TG FBI fantasy team uh, speaking of which uh, Delaney you're uh, propping up the rest of the uh, DGNs there at the bottom of the table you enjoying that? Uh, 
you caught me off guard. Um, yeah, I, for <laughs> sorry, yeah, I just blindside you with a bit of a stick. Sorry, yeah, you're talking about our fantasy league. Yeah, yeah, I I got a I got a W this week. Um, my my team wanted to give it up again. It was it was back and forth for quite a bit against Nick Dant from the college experience, but uh. Yeah, I think on Wednesday I had like a 9-0 lead and then he had a lead on Friday night <laughs> and then it just kind of went back and forth. But yeah, I, I grabbed a couple of waiver wire pitchers to get me a win. Oh, well played. Yeah, you definitely need to get yourself up that up that table, Dylan, to where the likes of uh, you'll find me hanging out up, up at the top end. Uh, next is an 11-41st pitch, which is the Milwaukee Brewers at the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, Brandon Woodruff. Uh, goes for Milwaukee and Luis Castillo uh, makes his debut for Cincinnati. Uh, the odds are Milwaukee minus 165 on the money line and Cincinnati are plus 152. The over under is set at seven and a half. Uh, Noah lead us off Brewers at the Reds. Well, so the trend here has been to take the Reds' opponent on the run line, but the Reds have won two in a row. They've beaten the Pirates two games in a row, and they have really good stats going back a couple of games against Brandon Woodruff. So my my gut tells me just to take a shot and try to ride this hot, this red-hot Reds team, you know? Uh, <laughs> plus 152 on the money line seems like it could be safe looking at this so at 3,200 today in DFS, you could find Mike Moustakis, who's 375, three for eight with a single, a double, and a moose mash against Woodruff. Tyler Stevenson's batting 375, three for eight with three singles. Colton Wong for the Brewers is at 4,300 today. He's batting 369 for 25 with five singles, two doubles, and a triple, and a Wong Dong against Castillo. 4,600 Tommy Pham for the Reds, batting 333, three for nine with a single, a double, and a Fam Bam. 4,600 Kyle Farmer batting 333, two for six with a single and a double. 2,700, a nice little cheap play from the Brewers. He's four for 14. Jace Peterson batting 286 with a pair of singles and doubles. And he's on the COVID list right now. I don't know if he's going to be able to play today. Joey Votto might be able to break a slump against Brandon Woodruff. That is, he's batting seven for 25 with five singles and two home runs. In the last week, we've seen Tyler Stevenson, Brandon Jury, Mike Moustakas, and Matt Reynolds all sticking it over 300. That's been a major factor in the Pirates series for them to get them two wins here. Also in the last week for the Brewers, Rowdy Telez has three bombs and he's hitting 360 along with Luis Urias. Christian Yelich and Colton Wong, who are all stroking above 300. Yeah, um, the Reds did pick up their first series when taking a couple off the Pirates over the weekend. Um, they're still plodding along at 5 and 23. Uh, Woodruff is 3 and 1, is a 5.18 ERA. Is that a 5 or a 3? Yeah, it is a 5. Uh, 24 innings pitched and 31 strikeouts. So um, Castillo is, like we say, on debut. Um, had a bit of a shoulder problem um, in spring training, so it's the early May when he gets to make his first start. Really hard to see what we're going to get out of Castillo. Um, he was 8-16 and 16 last year with a 3.98 ERA, managed to pitch 187 uh, in two-thirds. And Woodruff's given up three and four earn runs in his last two starts. Um, he did strike out 12 Cincinnati Reds only last week in that start. Um yeah, it's hard to trust Castillo. You don't know what you're going to get. I don't think Votto is going to be available for a day or two. That was my reading of the situation. Um, yeah. But it, it's hard to trust the Reds. Um, but it's also hard to trust Woodruff, in which case, 
the Reds overs has also been relatively hot, um, mainly because they've been getting spanked. Uh, but I thought they could contribute um, today with some of the players that you mentioned. Uh, so over seven and a half, I thought was a decent bet for me at minus 108. Yeah, I like that. Uh, the next bet, the next bet, uh, the next game, uh, is the Oakland <laughs> Athletics at the Detroit Tigers, um, which is a 7-10 Eastern first pitch. Paul Blackburn uh, goes for Oakland and uh, Pineda is on the hill for the Tigers. Uh, the odds are uh, Oakland are plus 104, uh, Detroit are minus 114. The overall under is set at seven. Um, Paul Blackburn, as I think uh, the last three or four weeks have uh, shown, has been a bit of, bit of a sweetheart of mine. He's got that 3 and all record. I picked him up in a couple of waivers. Um Five games started, he's pitched 24 innings and struck out 23, and that's a 0.94 whip. So you can tell he's uh, he's been going along, had a had a lot of control. Um, he did go up three earned runs last time um, against Tampa Bay. That's been his worst start. He's been fine on the road. I've got no problems with him there. Um, Michael Pineda, he's been okay, uh, probably nothing more than okay, one and one with a 3.77 ERA in the three games. He started, pitched 14 and one-third, struck out eight. Um, this was a bit of a bum fight in terms of the, the form of the two sides. Oakland have lost nine on the spin. Detroit have lost five on the spin. Uh, so it's um, quite an unpleasant game to handicap. Um, I'm going to stick with my guy, Blackburn, um, and mainly because Oakland were a bigger price. The two teams who keep losing, well, one of them's got a win, so I'll take the one with the the, the one that are a plus price. Uh, so Oakland at plus 106, but uh, not a huge amount of faith in that, Noah. Yeah, for me, I'm going to be on the under seven. I've just been really impressed by Blackburn to start the year this year. And I feel like Pineda is one of the better starters on this Tigers rotation right now with both Manning and Mize being injured. And neither team wants to hit. I mean, the Tigers literally just had one hit yesterday against the Astros, but they don't. And on Saturday, they had eight hits, but they only scored two runs. So, like, even when they do get hits, they're not for extra bases. And you have this huge park in Comerica Park. Detroit Tigers are last in the league in home runs. And the Athletics, I don't believe, are that great of an offense either. And they're, like you said, they've been on a losing skid as well. Uh, I don't have much offense to like in this game for DFS or props. So that leads me leads me to the under seven here um jonathan scope has been the one bright side for the last or for the tigers in the last few games here you can find him at 3800 he had a lone hit yesterday it was a double he's batting 400 two for five with a single and a double against blackburn and elvis andrews is batting 333 five 15 with four singles and a home run. You can find him at 3,100 in shortstops uh, for the athletics here in this game against the Tigers. But yeah, um, I'm under here for sure. Yeah, it's uh, like I say, I, I can rarely bring myself to take that under seven, um, but it is a very low number, but with good reason. Detroit have probably been the most underwhelming team so far in MLB with regard yeah. to their uh, perceived. Um, level of ability going into the season. A lot of people were very excited. Uh, they made some new signings. Uh, they had yeah. these young pitchers coming up. They had a couple of rookies. And then all of a sudden, they're sitting there, bottom of the division at 8 and 19. Um, yeah, in a, in a bit of a mess. So, yeah. Um, I, I will mention this. Last year, there was just the stat roaming around that we were the third best AL team in the league after May 8th. Well, today is yes. May 9th. 
And this is the (laughs) beginning of that stretch where we just get to be a hot baseball team. We have a couple of guys that might just struggle in the April Detroit weather. Um, But yeah, last year we started the the year off with like six wins in April and then just rattled off a winning record for the rest of the year. Let's hope they do that. Yeah, you're right, actually. Yeah. Horses for courses, Noah. Uh, Yeah, we'll keep an eye on that, see if uh, Detroit can get hot uh, and we can ride the hot hand there. Uh, next is the uh, Cleveland Guardians at the Sh- Chicago White Sox. Can't read my own white in your head is the Chicago <laughs> White Sox. Um, so this is a 8-10 first pitch. Uh, Zach Plezak goes for the Guardians and Michael Kopech goes for the White Sox. Uh, the Guardians are a plus 165, Doug. <clears throat> the White Sox are minus 180. The overall under is set at seven and a half. Plezak uh, is one and three with a 4.44 ERA. Started five games, pitched 26 in the third with 16 strikeouts. Uh, Kopech has no record to speak of, a 1.17 ERA. He started five games, 23 innings pitched uh, with 23 strikeouts. How did you see this one, Dylan? Noah. <laughs> <laughs> the, oh. second, the second you caught me off guard with the fantasy too i was like did he say dylan but uh it's all good so it's monday flashback, <laughs> it is it is it's it's early for me as well um flashback to april 6th when i gave out michael kopech to win the al cy young award and my man didn't even have betting odds on him for the al cy young well he's plus four thousand on win bet now and let me talk about the 2022 he's had so far 23 innings pitched like you mentioned and they're still stretching him out to full starter length he is a 1.17 era 117 currently a nine K per nine ratio. And now let's address the two ifs about the long shot. First was his high walk rate. So far, so good. Kopech has a wonderful whip of 104. Also him trusting a third pitch. Kopech is still fastball dependent, but he's throwing way more curveballs this year than any year prior. I think it's also perfect that he's behind Dylan Cease, the 2022 breakout right now, and also behind Lucas Giolito. With absolutely no pressure, Kopech is just going to keep keep going out there and keep dealing. As for the offense in this game, for DFS and prop plays for this game, I love the White Sox side. I'm going to be on the White Sox money line. Mike consider the run line because they are on a tear right now. I think they've rattled off six wins in a row. Luis Robert batting 539 against Plesak, seven for 13, four singles and three doubles against him. At 3,400, you can find Adam Angle, who's 400, four for 10 with two singles and two doubles. Gavin Sheets batting 400, two for five, two singles at 3K. Lurie Garcia, who's 333, five for 15 with four singles and a double. At 3,900, you can find Yon Mankata, who's planning his first game back from injury. He's hitting 278, 5 for 18 against Plesak with two doubles, two uh, two singles, two doubles, and a triple. And Jose Abreu at 4,900, he's currently getting hot and breaking a slump. He's betting 255 for 20 with two singles, two doubles, and a bomb versus Plesak. In the White Sox last six games, Robert Anderson and Lurie Garcia have all hit over 400. And Jake Berger and Jose Abreu are ripping it above 300. In his last five games as well, Fran Mel Reyes is roping 474 with a home run and 12 total bases for the Guardians. But Jose Ramirez has now entered a slump. So I'm all over the White Sox here. 
Okay, interesting, Noah, because I came down completely on the other side of this. I think mainly because I watched um, the White Sox a lot over the weekend. This is more of an eye testing for me. Sometimes you can dig into the numbers. Sometimes you've just watched a couple of games. and um, I just haven't been convinced by the White Sox. It's been an ugly series against uh, the Red Sox. I don't think the Red Sox helped either because they've been scuffling along and almost dragged um, Chicago down to their level a little bit. Um Please act that back-to-back bad starts. But generally, I quite like him. He has given up 10 earned runs in his last eight and two-thirds. Um, Kopech hasn't been going particularly deep into the games, but has been pitching well, as you point out. Um, I just thought I looked at the the, the size of the, the price on Cleveland. Um, in terms of runs scored, Cleveland have scored 132 runs. Uh, the White Sox have scored 89 it's a huge disparity there. Um, uh, also, uh, Cleveland are seven and three in the last ten, so they've been more than competitive. They've got similar records. Both teams have won fourteen games. You're right. The White Sox have won six on the spin, but like I say, not hugely convincingly. So I just thought at the price, um, you're looking for a competitive dog. Um, I went Cleveland Guardians at plus one fifty four. Um, happy to take the other side of that one, which is fair enough. Um, Next up, we have a 9.38 Eastern first pitch between the Tampa Bay Rays and the LA Angels. Jeffrey Springs um, goes for Tampa Bay, or will open anyway. It looks like a bullpen day for the Rays. Uh, and Noah Syndergaard goes for the LA Angels. Uh, the prices are Tampa Bay are plus 115 on the money line. The Angels are minus 125. The overall under is at seven and a half. Uh, Springs is 1-0 with a 0.69 ERA. He's pitched 13 innings with 14 Ks. Uh, Syndergaard has a record of 2-1, 2.63 ERA, 24 innings pitched and 14 strikeouts. Um, yeah, you can expect somewhere between two and three innings from Springs. Um, opener, middle reliever. Um, he's pitched well uh, when he's been on the hill so far this season. Um Syndergaard's been very, very reliable. Got through seven in his last time at Boston. He's given up two earned runs or more in his last three starts, though. So he's good for a couple of runs. Um, I think this is going to be a really tight game. Uh, the Rays uh, normally put together their bullpen games quite well. Tampa are nine and four on the road. Uh, and on the grounds, this was really tight. Again, I was happy to take the plus money in what looks to me like a heads or tails. Uh, so plus 115 Tampa Bay on the money line. Uh, what do you think, Noah? Yeah, Tim is the team that I'm going to be on here too. The thing that nerves me about Syndergaard is, yeah, he's had a pretty good start for him coming off of all these injuries, but he's throwing significantly less harder than he used to. He used to be hitting okay. triple digits consistently. Um, he's kind of developed into just this new pitcher with focusing more on the accuracy and the off-speed pitches more than relying on his fastball. Now, I mean, yeah, he's had a great start to the season. This is more just a play on me believing in the race and they're really hot hitting right now. In their last six games, Mike Sanino, Manuel Margo, and Brandon Lau all have two dongs. And Margo, Lau, Wander Franco, Randy Rosarena are all hitting above 300. Also, if Francisco Mejia starts at catcher, he's batting 355 on the season. I really like his bat. And lately, the Angels have been a two-man show on offense between Mike Trout and Taylor Ward. Add Walshy to that list as he's hitting 298 and had 18 total bases in LA's last seven games. But this offense still is kind of just underwhelming at this point. Yeah, um, 
Mejia has been great in one of my fantasy teams. He just seems to have been uh, on the COVID list on and off a couple of times. Um, yeah. But yeah, I thought I thought he was he was batting something like three eighty five maybe a few days ago. It sounds like it's come down about three fifty. Uh, but he's been really good. I think uh, I've seen signs that Rendon possibly might be heating up for the Angels. A couple of things tells me uh, may, he might have a decent week or two coming up. Um, but yeah, a, re- a really tight game that one. Yeah, interesting what you say about Syndergaard because I'd like him. I'd like him to keep going. He's some he's, he's someone I find quite easy to root for. So we'll just have to see yeah. how his arm bears up. Um, Winbet, uh, the lines we are using today, as they are the title sponsor of the MLB Gambling Podcast. Uh, make sure to get down on the wins. Bet $50, win $200 promotion, where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to 200 bucks in free bets. Plus the Winbet Casino is offering a 100% deposit bonus, up to $1,000. And do not forget to get involved in their same game parlays with the wins own Build Your Own Bet feature. All users can receive a $20 free bet when they win. Lose or push a three or more leg build your own bet parlay between Thursday and Saturday. Players can take advantage of the offer on their NBA playoffs. There's loads to choose from. All you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where you play where play through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Next up, we have the Chicago Cubs at the San Diego Padres. Oh, look, it's Kyle Hendricks again. Uh, every week I get the handicap him and he's starting to make my teeth itch more and more. Uh, Mackenzie oh, Gore goes for the... Yeah, Mackenzie Gore goes for the San Diego Padres. The lines are the Cubs are plus 150. San Diego are minus 160 with the overall under set at seven and a half. Uh, Hendricks, one and three, a 5.64 ERA in six starts. Uh, pitched 30 in a third innings with 23 strikeouts and a 148 whip. Uh, Mackenzie goes two and zero with a 1.71 ERA. Uh, four starts, 21 innings pitched and 22 strikeouts. Uh, Noah, lead us off. Cubs at Padres. Yeah, so last last time I was on this podcast, I mentioned that I am an owner of Kyle Hendricks. I would just like to make the announcement that I used to be an owner of Kyle Hendricks ah. in fantasy. Dropped him. He was one of the guys that I dropped to stream on Sunday to win the matchup against Nick. Um, I don't think I'm going to pick up Hendricks uh, for uh, some time being... And I'm going to fade him again today here. Um, I'm also an owner of Mackenzie Gore. I believe in the kid. And I think he has to make a couple of good starts here because as Blake Snell begins to rehab more and more in the minors, this starting rotation is just very, very deep. And somebody's going to have to go. It's either going to be Nick Martinez or Mackenzie Gore. And both pitchers have been pitching above expectation, I'd say, in the pros. And for me, I'm just going to back Gore once again, going to start him in fantasy. Um, a bat that I like, Manny Machado, 5,700, 4 for, 444, 4 for 9 with four singles against Hendricks. And in 2022, he's batting 385 with seven bombs, 70 total bases, and six stolen bags on the year. And also at 3,800, Jorge Alfaro. Uh, check to see if he starts because he's the catcher for the Padres, but they have like three catchers on the starting roster. He's batting 429, three for seven, two singles and a double. Nico Horner is the only bat that I'd entertain in a proper DFS for the Cubs right now. So, yeah, I'd be on the Padres. Um, 
I don't know. It kind of seems too juicy on the money line and I'm not confident enough in the spread. So yeah, I would just say, I'm not going to bet this game. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, I'm giving Hendricks one more chance uh, in my TG FBI. Um, I'm not going to drop him and I am starting him tonight, but uh, I might have to rethink. We'll just have to see. Um, this was just an easy uh, Padres running line for me. Hendricks is in timeout. Um, the Cubs are two and eight in the last ten. The Padres are seven and three. So one team's losing, one team's winning. Um, I think uh, this could be something like the Padres maybe win five or six to one, something like that. Uh, so yeah, low scoring, but it was just a Padres easy uh, run line at plus one twenty-five. Um, the next game is uh, the Philadelphia Phillies at the Seattle Mariners. Uh, Ranger Suarez goes for the Phillies. And uh, Chris Flexen goes for Seattle. The lines are uh, plus 110 on Philadelphia uh, and then minus 120 for the Mariners. Um, Suarez is 2-1 and one with a 4.63 ERA. He started five games. Um, 23 and a third with 15 strikeouts. He's got a whip of 1.63, Suarez. Uh, Flexen is 1-4 and four with a 3.1. ERA started five games, pitched 29 innings with 17 Ks. Um, I'll let you uh, take us through this one first, Noah. Yeah, so I have no PVB on this game. Both Suarez, he's a new starter, and Flexen, um, he's been in the league for a little bit, but um, interleague series, so I think that's what my uh, thought process is here and why there's no PVB here. Phillies got rained out for most of the weekend, but Segura, Castiano, Schwarber, and Bohm have all been hitting really well lately. As for the M's, I'd only consider Ty France and J.P. Crawford as Seattle is on a cold streak right now, but make sure that Crawford is playing before you take any bets or play him in DFS, DFS tonight because I know he's fighting some back spasms and firsthand, I know they're not fun at all. Fair enough. Um, I thought that Suarez has given up, like I say, a lot of hits and walks um, and he hasn't really been punished for them so far. He's kind of got away with it. Uh, Flexen, on the other hand, has, has been uh, the complete opposite. He's pitched relatively well and keeps losing. Like I say, he has that one and four uh, record, but he hasn't done an awful lot wrong. Um, Seattle have just been struggling a little bit, two and eight in their last set. I thought this was a good bounce back spot for Seattle. Um, the Phillies look a little bit broken to me. I'm not quite sure what's up with them, but I certainly don't trust them. Uh, they are three and seven on the road. Uh, so I thought Seattle at minus 120 was an excellent price, actually. Uh, this was one of the standouts for me. Uh, so I will be happy to see it, the Mariners uh, in this position. Uh, the next Alrighty. game. Sorry, what? I said already. Yeah, I'm just going to stay away from this game as well. So, um, yeah, not really anything I like here. Um, the next game is the Miami Marlins at the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, Alicia Hernandez goes for Miami and Humberto Castellanos goes for Arizona. Uh, the Marlins are a minus 115 favourite. Uh, Arizona are plus 105. The overall under is set at nine. Um, I have turned my page over the wrong way. Uh, Hernandez is two and one 
with a 6.66 ERA, the number of the beast, that's not ideal. Uh, five games started, 24 and one third innings pitched with 23 strikeouts. Castellanos is two and one with a 4.12 ERA. Uh, four starts, 19 and two thirds pitched with 12 strikeouts. Um, Hernandez has given up five, three and five in his last three starts. Um, you've got to put him in timeout, unfortunately. We just can't trust him. Uh, at the moment, uh, Castellanos had a bad start at St. Louis uh, two starts ago. So if you're able to forgive him that one, um, he's been doing okay, uh, including five and two thirds innings of shutout ball against Miami uh, today's opposition uh, last week. So uh, the D-backs are seven and three in their last 10. Been going along okay. And name I'll mention, you might, uh, you've probably got him on your radar as well as Alec Thomas, uh, D-backs um, prospect who came up um, maybe last night, I think, actually. You might have yeah, got a double. Night he had a double. Uh, yeah, hit a double. So, yeah, D-backs at 104 to, uh, against Hernandez, who's really struggling. Looked like an excellent price to me. Yeah, I love this dog. Um, last week, they played against each other and the D-backs swept the Marlins. So, I don't understand... Quite, I don't quite understand this price here. So, yeah, I'm going to back the D-backs again tonight uh, just by um, nature of habit. I mean, they swept them last week. So, at 3,500, David Peralta's batting 429, three for seven with a single, a double, and a freight train drive. Um, in their last five games for the Diamondbacks, Cattell Marte is hitting 375, and Dalton Varsho is stroking 348 with two home runs and 17 total bases. I'm happy because I have both of those guys on my fantasy team. Um, and in their last six games, both Jazz Chisholm and Jesus Aguilar are hitting 346, and Aguilar has two bombs in that span. So, yeah, I'd take the Diamondbacks on the money line here. Okay, cool sign there on the D-backs uh, from Noah. Let me tell you a little bit about Sleeper, uh, the app that you more than likely use for your uh, fantasy football leagues. I know I've uh, got three or four on there. Uh, the fastest growing fantasy platform. It's got millions of players. Uh, if you're already on there, you'll know why. It's absolutely outstanding. Um, it's a game-changing product, unlike anything else in the industry. But they have added some bits to it lately, bits and bobs, in fact, if you will. Uh, they can make money on Sleeper now by playing their new overall under game. Uh, really simple. All you have to do is pick your sport, uh, pick a couple of players that you like and take the overall under on them. Um, points in basketball, hits in baseball, things like that. If you choose the amount of money you want to enter in the contest, you can win anywhere from two to 20 times the money that you stake. Um, really good for having a bit of banter with the boys as well. You can play with your buddies. Um, there's a built-in group chat. You can copy your friend's picks with the tap of a button. Uh, things like that. So uh, download the Sleeper app to play the new overall under game. Uh, have fun with your mates and make some money. Uh, the promo code is SGPMLB. Uh, Sleeper will match your deposit up to $100. Download Sleeper, then use promo code SGPMLB when you deposit. Uh, you can join our squad um, at sg.pn slash squad. T's and C's apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Uh, the final game then tonight, the late game, is the Rockies at the Giants, which is a 9.45 Eastern first pitch. Austin Gomba uh, goes for the Rockies and Carlos Rodon, uh, two lefties going tonight, uh, Rodon for the Giants. Um, we have lines of... Give me 
four seconds and I'll be with you. Uh, Colorado are plus 140 uh, underdogs. Um, San Francisco minus 160. The overall under is seven. Um, gone by two and two, 3.58 ERA. Rodon three and one with a 1.55 ERA. Um, Noah, Rodon's been outstanding. Where did you come down here? Yeah, Rodon has been pretty dang good to start the year. Um, I love that pick that Munaf basically stole with some very good odds at <laughs> Rodon, uh, NL Cy Young of the year, because uh, as of right now, he has been the best NL starter. And uh, DeGrom's basically going to be out of the running, in my opinion, when he comes back. So uh, Rodon has a nice early head start here on the competition. Um, personally, I don't know where I should go in this game um, because this Giants bullpen has been a little bit spotty in the last week. Um, at 5,500, you can find CJ Crone for the Rockies, who has the best PVB on today's slate. At 556, five for nine with four singles and a ball sent into the Crone zone off of Carlos Rodon. If Austin Slater starts, he's batting 500, four for eight with a pair of singles and doubles against Gomber. Wilmer Flores is also hitting 429, three for seven, two singles and and a tater himself, Darren Ruff. Um, he's also in kind of a first base platoon with Flores uh, is two for six batting 333 with two singles as well. The shortstop for the Rockies, Jose Iglesias batting 333, four for 12, also with a pair of singles and doubles against Rodon. Mikey Stremski is really swinging a hot bat right now for the Gigantes. I like him in DFS or props and for the rocks. I'll, I'll add Brendan Rogers to the list as well. He's raking 375 in his last six games. So my lean would be the Giants, but it's kind of juicy. And the run line, the bullpen just scares me right now. So uh, probably I hate doing it, but this last couple of games, I'm just kind of staying away from the late, late slate. Okay. Um, I just thought this was quite straightforward. Um Kind of the, the podcast policy here has been to take the Rockies at home and fade them on the road. Um, so I was happy to, to go along with that. And um, behind Rodon, who has been probably the best pitcher so far uh, in baseball, I would reckon. Um, so, yeah, I took the Giants um, on the run line, minus one and a half, which is uh, minus 109. Um, again, I've written down, yeah, Giants five to one. That'll be the final score when I wake up in the morning. Uh, so, yeah, minus... Uh, Minus 109 for the Giants on the run line here. Um, <clears throat> seemed relatively straightforward to me. Um, okay, with this being a short slate, we're going to get this out uh, with uh, a few hours to go before these Monday night games. Um, we thought we'd throw out a little um, a little DFS lineup each year. Uh, the DFS lineup will be uh, live. It's a, just a $2 winner takes, so a little bit of fun. Uh, so Noah will retweet it, I'll retweet it. Um, so by the time you hear this later on, that uh, little contest will be live. So by all means, get involved uh, and uh, give me and Noah a good paste in over on DraftKings. Um, so do you want to go through your whole lineup uh, first or do we play by player, Noah? What's the drill? What do we do? Um, let's just kind of keep it sort of quick. We'll, we'll keep it to an hour. So I'll just run through a lineup and then you can run through a lineup and we can talk about yeah, maybe, go for it. maybe a substitution or two. So for me... Um, I'm looking at stacking 
uh, any and all of these three teams, I actually have bits of every team, the Dodgers, the White Sox, and going a little bit contrarian with the Reds as well. I don't think a lot of people are going to be seeing uh, them coming against the Brewers and Woodruff today. I'm just taking a gamble here um, against some pretty good competition in our contests. I actually got my first uh, win over the weekend. So uh, I've been I've been a cash game black guy, but doing all right uh now turning it up getting some momentum you know so for catcher yeah. for me i'm gonna go with austin barnes he's the cheaper of the two dodgers catchers that might be a late sub if he doesn't start but i like his pvb against Quintana, and he destroys left-handed pitching jose Abreu for me he's getting really hot he's still cheap at 4900 that's not his typical price when a brayu is a brayu uh larry garcia also has pretty good pvb against Plesac at 3k Mike Moustakis, cheap third baseman. My ideal third baseman would have been Manny Machado. I couldn't pay up for him. Uh, shortstop Kyle Farmer. He's kind of the most consistent hitter in this Reds lineup. And for me, taking the Reds on the money line today, um, I got to get a piece of Farmer. Uh, Mookie Betts in the outfield against Quintana. Great numbers against Quintana. Uh, 5,800. He's my most expensive guy uh, in the lineup. Tommy Pham at 4,600. And Luis Robert at 4,700. Another White Sox hitter that is just pretty cheap right now uh, because they weren't hitting and they haven't really uh, updated too many of the prices over the last week here on this White Sox lineup. So I'm going to look to take advantage there. What do you got for your lineup? Um, uh, I went stars and scrubs with my pitches, which I don't mind doing. Um, I put Rodon in. I just think you have to. He's uh, averaging 26.9 uh, points per game on DraftKings. Um, so I haven't picked Rodon and I had to make some room um, in the in my salary cap forum. So I went with Paul Blackburn. Like I say, he's my guy. Um, I've got to put my money where my mouth is. So if I'm going to tout him, uh, I'll take him. So Rodon and Blackburn are pitching. Uh, I've then used a lot of your plays here. Um, and the two stacks I went with, I looked at the Dodgers. I think you have to take the Dodgers um, against Quintana tonight. And Arizona um, against Alicia Hernandez. So my... Lineup will be Dalton Varsho, who's a bit of a uh, outfield catcher sort of mismatch, so you can often get some good value on him. Uh, Freddie Freeman uh, for the Dodgers against the lefty. You mentioned he was already mashing. I'm going to leave my second baseman because he's not from these two mini stacks. Uh, Max Muncy was another name uh, that you came up with. Um, my real cheap option uh, just to get a lot of these players like Freeman in was um, Perdomo, uh, Geraldo Perdomo. Um, uh, of Arizona. I can pivot there to David Peralta, depending on who they start. So I've got uh, one of the Arizona shortstops in. Um, Chris Taylor, a name that you mentioned. Um, Paven Smith from the uh, like Diamondbacks. I really like him. Yeah, he's been yeah. doing some good things. And um, he's been a lot better on D than, people, than people gave him credit for as well. So he's going to hold down his place uh, in that team because his defense has been better and he was always capable of hitting. Uh, and my final outfield was going to be Bellinger, who you've uh, told us already can hit a, hit a belly bomb off Quintana. Uh, my yeah. second baseman, he's the only one who doesn't come from that Arizona and Dodgers, two little mini stacks. Uh, it's Brandon Lau of Tampa Bay, another one of yours there, Noah. Yeah, uh, so yeah, I've, I wanted I've got to... 100 books left. Yeah, go on, mate. 
I wanted I wanted to play the race. It's just uh, they were a little bit too expensive for me. I like I like the little cheap red stack. Um, were you going to add something else about your lineup? Because I didn't touch. No, no, no. I'm just saying I've, I've got a hundred dollars left for the possible the possible pivot from Padumo under Armored. You've done a similar thing to me. I've kind of stacked the D backs, which is your cheap stack, uh, yeah. where you've gone for the Reds, uh, and then obviously I filled mine up with with Dodgers and and the real stud. Uh, the most expensive pitcher on the ball board in row done. Yeah, I left myself 14K and some change, so I actually couldn't pay Ooh. up for Rodon like you. So I went with uh, Julio Urias as my ace for the DFS lineup. He's averaging 15 points per game uh, fantasy-wise, and he's going up against the Pirates lineup that just hasn't really been hitting too well. Um, so I'm going to take a gamble with Urias and then also going to go with Pineda at home against the athletics, another offense that hasn't been hitting well and a pitcher friendly park at Comerica park. So going with Michael Pineda there, uh, okay, Pineda so we'll 6,200. We'll stick these two lineups in Noah and, uh, we'll, uh, we'll off air decide on some kind of forfeit for you, uh, after I um, <laughs> smash you, after I smash you this evening. Right, okay, we'll crack on with our um, lock and dog then, Noah. Um, short seg, uh, short slate tonight, but uh, what have you got? What were your two best picks? I'm hoping my Wi-Fi is not taking a dump on me right now, but uh, my lock for today is going to be the over seven and a half. I'm really going to trust the Dodgers to get five, six runs here in this game against Pittsburgh, against Quintana. I uh, love a ton of PVB for the Dodgers here. I don't think you can go wrong in hits or props uh on any of these Dodger bats as I'm just I just like we talk about it it it's coming from Quintana. He's gonna have one of these blow up games. Uh yeah. we've seen it from him before in prior years. It's gonna happen and he's going up against the Dodgers who are one of the best teams in baseball today. So it's it's a good game. And for your dog? My dog for today is going to be I was talking a lot about about the Reds, but Today, I'm going to go with the Rays at plus 115 against the Angels. Um, really like uh, the Rays in some of these bullpen games. Uh, not a lot of people are very attracted to taking them when they don't have a traditional starter. But the Angels haven't really been hitting. And when you rotate a new pitcher in every two, three innings, or once that long reliever as the opener comes out, it's every inning. It's tough for an offense to get momentum when they're seeing a new pitcher every inning. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, so Dodgers, Dodgers and Pittsburgh over, and then the Reds is Noah's dog. Um, I had loads to choose from here, rarely tonight. Uh, so I've, I've taken Seattle as my lock at minus 120 against the Phillies. Um, I think Flexen and Suarez are due a little bit of reverse fortunes. I think Suarez uh, has been carrying his look, and I think Flexen's gone the opposite way. So I'm expecting uh, Flexen and Seattle to bounce back. Uh, Seattle haven't gone great recently, but they are a better side then I think um, that's being prepared. And that three and seven on the road from the Phillies uh, didn't inspire me either. So Seattle at minus 120. I had loads of dogs to choose from. Uh, Oakland yeah. plus 106 made the shortlist. Uh, Cleveland plus 154, which I know you're dead against, made my shortlist. <laughs> uh, the Padres run line plus 125 was an option. Um, so I'm, whatever, I'm going to pick the wrong one. Those other three will win. This one will get beat. Uh, Arizona Diamondbacks I'm going to go for uh, at the Marlins. Um, you're facing a pitcher. Uh, who's been not? Who's given up 13 runs in his last three starts? You're playing the team that you swept uh, last week. Um, 
and and you've been a, the feisty enough yourself. Add Alec Thomas in there, uh, a little bit of inspiration from the rookie. And I thought the Diamondbacks were very live at plus 104. Um, yeah. Are you happy with it? Yeah, the Diamondbacks are now they're 15 or 14. And I'm watching MLB Central right now, uh, one of my favorite shows on MLB Network. Um, they're 15 and 14, and none of these NLS teams have a losing record. Just insane. Yeah, that really is. Um, yeah. Right, okay, let's uh, we'll get this uploaded for everyone to hear before these games. So uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, we will be back at some point this evening uh, where we're going to handicap Tuesday's games. Uh, so, yeah, cheers, everyone, for listening. Good luck with your bets tonight. Get in the uh, DraftKings tournament. It will be fun. Uh, and as always, uh, like, rate, review, and download the SGPN app. Uh, cheers, Noah. What are you doing the rest of the evening? Uh, just watching some baseball, recorded college baseball podcast, and uh, yeah, hit some bets. Beautiful. Uh, I'm going to pop out and take the small boys football training for an hour, get some fresh air, uh, awesome. and then I'll come and uh, get involved with the baseball. So yeah, cheers, everyone. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you down the road. Mm-hmm.